0: Love, talk radio. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Wednesday, July the 12th, and welcome to, our, welcome to our commentary. Well, there's a new inflation report that came out, and if you look at the overall picture inflation is coming down. Uh, That is a fact. Uh, You still have to look at certain items, for example, housing and shelter and going out to eat and food. Uh, Those are still higher than the overall inflation rate. But yes, inflation is coming down. So we can be grateful for that. I still think, I still think that the best way to battle inflation, uh, the best way to kick it out of our system completely, is to bring down the price of gasoline. That is really what drives a lot of the inflation because so much of what happens in our society, of course, uh, all the communications, all the transportation, is based on energy and much of it, of course, fossil fuels from where gasoline comes from. So if we're really serious about uh, doing something lasting about inflation, I would think that we would focus on increasing our production of fossil fuels And I would think that we would, let's say, go back to the energy policies that we had under President Trump where we were pumping energy at record levels and we were basically flooding the market uh, with oil. Not only is that good for the price of gasoline, meaning the American family, but that's also good from a geopolitical standpoint, because when the world is full of oil, then countries like Iran, uh, like Putin in Russia like Maduro in Venezuela, like OPEC, they have a lot less power when the world is full of oil. The only way that anybody pays attention to OPEC, for example, is if we have to buy their oil because we're not producing our own. So if we're really serious about uh, doing something about inflation and getting inflation completely out of our system, I think we have to cut the price of gasoline. And the way you cut the price of gasoline, well, we saw what President Trump did. You flood the market with oil. There's so much oil out there that the price of gasoline has to drop. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. I don't think that's going to happen with this administration because there's too many of these climate change activists who are telling uh, the Biden administration how to run the country. Now, again, don't send me an email saying that uh, I don't believe in climate change. We've always had climate change. Yes, climate change is real, but you have to deal with climate change in a realistic way. And if you're going to destroy your economy or send all the manufacturing jobs to China, that, in my opinion, is a very stupid climate change policy. And I'm not going to participate in that. We're not going to send all our manufacturing jobs to China so that they can use fossil fuels to produce the things that they're sending back to us. That, that is not good policy. That is not good policy. We, we can take care of the environment in the United States and at the same time, not punish American families with high electricity rates and high gasoline prices. So bring down the cost of gasoline and that's going to make a big difference, a huge difference in uh, the direction of inflation over the next uh, few years. Well, the director of the FBI, Director Ray, was before the House today. And I've caught many clips. Some of the exchanges were pretty intense. And, you know, some of them got pretty nasty. There's a lot of concerns about the FBI in the country. Now, I think some of it may be fair. Some of it may be unfair. But the problem is that a lot of Americans look at what the FBI is doing, myself included, and we wonder just how impartial the agency is acting. And that I think that is at the core of the problem and why Director uh, Director Ray got a bunch of questions today. Now, to be fair, to be fair, a lot of the things that the FBI did, the more outrageous things that they did, happened under Comey and when uh, Loretta, Loretta Lynch and uh, Eric Holder were attorney generals. That's when a lot of the stuff happened. And to be fair. When Director Reid took over, he cleaned up, cleaned up a lot of things and got rid of a lot of the people who had participated in these terrible things. But unfortunately, the cloud is still over the FBI, and the raid of President Trump's home has a lot to do with it as well. And I think the director, he faces, in my opinion, two very serious problems. The first problem is that he's defending again uh, things that were done before him. that That is true. That is a fair uh, defense of the director, but uh, a lot of the questions are coming from about things that happened before he got there. The other problem that he faces, and I think this is huge from the standpoint of public relations, is that he can never answer a question. Whenever he gets a question, he's always saying, well, I can't answer that or cannot answer that. We're under investigation and so on. And I think all that does is promote this uh, let's just say, all of these doubts about whether or not the FBI is operating uh, in the best interest of the country, or at least not being politicized, uh, as obviously it was under President uh, Obama. So it's a tough job. Director Ray has a tough job. I know that he was appointed by President Trump, and I know that uh, men, he had done a very good job before uh, working in, in several areas of the federal government. But he has a very difficult job, and the biggest problem that he faces is that he can never answer a question. So when people are watching this and every time they ask him a question, he says, well, I cannot talk about that, or we cannot talk about that, or we cannot talk about that. I just think that it takes away. I think it really takes away from his presentation. Now, I know that there are some things that he cannot talk about. I understand that. But it would be nice if he would say, I'll answer that question off the record meaning in a secret uh, session, because American people have these questions and some of these questions are very legitimate. And when you've had the kind of problems with the FBI that we've had here recently, it's only fair for a lot of Americans to wonder if the FBI is on the level. Now, this is not a knock on 99 percent of the FBI. The agents do a great job. They protect us. And I don't have a problem with that. And in fact, the problems that we had with the FBI were basically uh, a number of people working in the FBI at high ranking positions who they became the problem. And again, most of those people have been uh, dismissed or fired from the FBI. But there is still a cloud of suspicion over the agency and they're going to have to clean it up. They're going to have to clean it up and they're going to have to do something big to convince the American people that this thing is clean. Now, uh, many Republican candidates are saying that if they get in, they will fire uh, Director Ray, and maybe that's what it'll take just to get rid of the director and put in a new one. Maybe that's what it'll take. But, uh, man, the agency has a lot of problems right now, to say the least. They have a lot of problems. By the way, I mentioned in, in yesterday's show that we're going to be talking about the new property tax changes here in Texas that will be effective uh, probably next week when the governor signs the new legislation, there's a great editorial. I just want to uh, direct you to it. Great editorial today in the Dallas Morning News, uh, basically congratulating the legislature for having made these changes. We're going to get into a lot more detail uh, with George Rodriguez the next time we talk. But I can tell you off the top of my head in looking at the the proposal that the, the biggest thing that it does, I think, is to help homeowners. The biggest thing that it does is that it's going to make your life a little bit easier uh, if you're a, a homeowner with respect to property taxes. And that's a big deal, particularly in this area, because the prices of homes have been going up significantly. Now, a lot of that is because many people are moving in here, moving into Texas and driving up the cost of homes, particularly in here in the North Texas area. So I think this relief is going to be very helpful to homeowners who I think could use a little relief particularly uh, in the inflation. Now, the the proposal doesn't do anything for renters. And I think that's pretty obvious because they don't pay property tax, but they don't pay property tax directly. But of course, they pay through their rent. They provide the money that the landlords then pay on, on, on property taxes. I'm not really sure what you can do for the renters, but I think they could benefit from a situation where uh you know, the the more control you have over property taxes, maybe the easier it's going to be for some of the landlords to control some of the some of the increases in, in the cost of rent. So we will see. Of course, the biggest beneficiary of all of this, as I said yesterday, is going to be the state of Texas, because that Texas is going to become even more attractive for people to do business here over the next uh, over the next couple of years. I, I looked at some of these RCP, Real Clear Politics uh, uh, polls, you know, about 2024 between Biden versus Trump or Biden versus uh, DeSantis. Basically, what you have is a tie right now. You know, one guy is up by one, the other guy is up by one. Basically, there, there's no information uh, in, in these polls. I mean, we're, we're a divided country. We're going to be divided in the next election. And as it stands right now, I think that uh, we don't know who would win because the election would be so close based on these polls. I don't think it's going to be that way, by the way, in, in 2024. I think somebody like DeSantis could actually uh, win the presidency by three or four points in the popular in the popular vote and then turn around and win the Electoral College, maybe by getting more than 300 electoral votes. But it's going to be a close election because we're a very divided country. That's all uh, that's all you can say. Well, a quick note about the All-Star game. It happened uh, last night. It turned out to be a pretty good game. Great defense. Uh, some of these ball players are just great athletes in how they perform. So they, it was a good game for the fans to watch. The only thing I would like to change, they got to go back to the way it used to be when it comes to uniforms. I do not like uh, this where everybody has the same uniform. No, I think the beauty of the game particularly for the fans who don't get to see the other teams as much. The beauty of the game was to look at the uniform and know what team the other, what team the guy plays for. And last night you really couldn't do that because they were all wearing the same uniform, American versus uh, national league. So I hope they bring back the uniforms, the original team uniforms. And uh, that's uh, that's the only criticism I have of an otherwise uh, pretty good night uh, for major league baseball. Thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio Conto in Dallas, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, everybody.